This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chris Meyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chris Meyer. Our world is consumed in chaos, it seems. It seems that there is no place where stability reigns for certain. I received just a couple of days ago an email from one of our listeners in a far-flung country who indicated that there just is no place to run. They wanted to get out of their country, but it appeared that things were closing in so severely that there was no way to get out. And he wasn't talking about Afghanistan, friends. He was talking about a modern, modern republic, a so-called democratic republic, a democracy. You can run, but you can't hide. You can run, but you can't hide, and that is causing many people to become increasingly fearful, and they are hiding. Some are hiding in various different ways. Some are hiding by going into, uh, shall we say, self-absorption. Hear no evil, see no evil. Don't turn on the television, don't turn on the radio. Just put your fingers in your ears like a two-year-old, wiggle your fingers and say, look, you can't hear me, or I can't see you. That's how some are dealing with it. Others are dealing with just total denial. Others are buying the Kool-Aid remedy that is being promoted by governmental agencies and the media that refuses to allow contrary views to be expressed. And if they are, any effort is made to express them, you are summarily cut off, ridiculed, and perhaps even claimed to be a terrorist. That's the world we live in now. And Christians are living in the same world. As the scripture says, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. And by the way, please be aware that you haven't been taken out of here yet. Yet troubles are here. Troubles are here big time and they're getting bigger and bigger time. In other words, they're becoming more and more chaotic, more and more confusing, more and more uh, just debilitating to people's spirits. And fear is reigning supreme. In fact, so much is fear reigning supreme that there are those for whom friendships, long-time Christian friendships, are being cut off because One person runs in fear of COVID, and the other does not run in fear of COVID. One believes that every human being must get the vaccine. The other believes that the vaccines are dangerous. And never the twain shall meet. And their relationships and their friendships are cut off. Is this any way to run an airline? Is this any way to run a Christian community, is this any way to run a world? Is this any way that Christians should respond to the challenges of our time? You know what happened in Rome? In Rome, where they had all kinds of outbreaks of disease and viruses and so on, plagues, the early Christians were renowned not from running from it, but from running to it. 
and to help, to heal and comfort those who were sick, who were getting troubled. And because of that, the Roman Empire changed. They began to see over decades, even a couple of centuries, that these Christians really were what they said they were. But today, you'd hardly ever know it. Today, you'd hardly ever know it. Now, the Pope is getting into the act. He said that if you don't get a vaccine, you don't love people. But if you do get the vaccine, you are loving others. So getting the vaccines, he said, are authorized, uh, that are authorized by the respective authorities is an act of love, love to oneself and love to one's family and friends. Well, it might be. That depends on your attitude. Whether it's an act of love depends upon your attitude. If you're responding in fear, it's not an act of love. It's an act of fear. And fear has torment. And torment is what's driving so many people to get a vaccine. We're not here at this moment to talk about the virtues or troubles with the vaccine, but to talk about our hearts. You see, the heart of the matter is the heart. And God knows what our hearts are. He says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who could know it? So the reality is how we respond in these troubled times is not actually defining our hearts. It's revealing our hearts. Did you listen to that? What's how we respond in these troubled times to the various issues of our time is not defining who we are. It is actually revealing who we are. Because we're responding out of our hearts. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what is your mouth speaking these days? What is your heart telling your mouth to speak? How are you responding? Are you terrified? Are you walking in terror? Maybe you should be walking in the terror of the Lord rather than the terror of terror of the virus. So is Pope Francis right when he urges people to get the COVID shots as an act of love? Well, let's look at it this way. If you truly are convinced after all research, not listening to the uh, the popular mouths out there, not listening to CNN and MSNBC and so on, that uh, just tout the company line. They're basically shills for the Obama administration. But actually doing your own research, looking behind the scenes to find out what the real facts are. And there are real facts, and they're troubling. Now, if you're willing to do that kind of research, and then your choice is notwithstanding the risks associated with getting the vaccine, which are many, and cumulative. But notwithstanding that, you're still willing to get the vaccine because you conclude in your mind and heart that you think it's the best way not only to protect your own health, but to protect the lives of many others. If you really conclude that in the depths of your heart after you've done honest research, then maybe what you're doing is an act of love whether or not it's an act based upon truth. Because the truth of the matter has to do with whether or not these vaccines are 
indeed safe. Just because President Biden stands up there and tells you they're safe doesn't mean anything. He also told you that he had no prior notice about what was going to happen in Afghanistan. He lies through his teeth. We've been lied to by Dr. Fauci. We've been misrepresented to by the CDC. It seems that lying has become an, a, a, an art form these days. So it's defiling our trust. So if we are really, sincerely, after doing due diligent research, coming to the conclusion that notwithstanding all of the risks associated with the vaccine, you feel it's best to take it because it's an act of love, that's fine. Do it. But if you haven't done that kind of research, test your motivation. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. The Middle East is in turmoil. Israel is wondering whether or not the United States can be depended upon. Taiwan is wondering whether or not the United States can be ten, be, te, be depended upon in light of the beating of the drums of war with China against Taiwan to absorb it into the Chinese maw. Everywhere, things have been turned upside down. The world is in turmoil. It's not just in turmoil because of COVID. That is a big deal. But it's in turmoil because of so many other aspects, and all of which, by the way, all of these turmoil-type aspects are part of a growing period known as tribulation. Have you heard that word before? Tribulation? Now, I'm not talking about the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation comes when the Antichrist and his identity is revealed. And then he marches into a rebuilt temple, declares himself God, and all hell breaks loose. Because he's been revealed for who he is. The imposter has been revealed. And the Bible tells us it's going to be a time of terrifying circumstances. In fact, it's also going to be called the time of Jacob's trouble. In other words, Israel is going to be at the forefront of his attack. And so are Christians. One of the first places the Taliban are going now is house to house to search out people who have the Bible or other Christian things on their cell phones. Guess what's going to happen to them? You didn't hear about that from Mr. Biden today in his speech, did you? No. So the reality is the times that we are living in, friends, are the very times we're moving in the direction you can see, you can feel, you can hear the, uh, uh, like a, like a woman in travail. The birth pangs 
are upon us. Can you feel them? Can you hear the the groans of the world in travail? If you can't hear it, friends, you must be deaf. If you cannot see it, you must be blind in one eye and refuse to see out of the other. Because it's right in front of our eyes. And that's why we take so seriously here, even Save America Ministries, we take so seriously our responsibility to prepare the way of the Lord in the mind, in the heart, and the life of Americans, and particularly Christians in America. Now, yes, our program airs all over the world. And there are people around the world who listen to this program, and they're saying, wow, for the first time we're hearing the truth. That's right. So when we talk about saving America, some people are confused by this. When you have a title, a name, Save America, and we added the word ministries to it, Save America Ministries, it's not about the salvation of a political institution or a legal institution. It's about the people. It's about we the people. You know, the first three words of our the preamble to our Constitution, we the people. We the people. So it's about we the people, and particularly we the people who profess to be Christians because God's warnings are all to his warmest audience, and his warmest audience are those who profess to be his followers. But what happens with his followers? I received this this week. Let me share it with you. Jesus fed 5,000, but only 500 follow him after lunch. He had 12 disciples, but only three followed further into the garden. And only one stood with him at the cross. And the closer you get to the cross, the smaller the crowd gets. That's the reason, friends, why it's so important to talk about these things. It's so important for us because if our hearts are not aligned, if we're not strong in the Lord, in the power of his might, if we're not clothed with the belt of truth, putting on the shield of faith and and the sword of the Spirit, not only just having the helmet of salvation, that's fine, but that's not going to, that's, that's not going to be sufficient. You need, if you're going to endure to the end, you must be clothed in truth. The belt of truth. The shield of faith. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And yes, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel and peace. God does want us to be peacemakers, but not peacemakers who forfeit the truth in order to get there. Not peacemakers who are constantly carving away the edges of God's truth in order to try to seduce other people into the fold and call them fellow believers. What will happen in the end times? What will happen as the intensity proceeds? is that those people will increasingly fall away, and rather than becoming true brothers and sisters in the Lord, they will become 
the enemies of the faith. Because they're envious that you're pressing on, and they're not. So we need to be very careful how we go about attempting to attract other people with the gospel and the good news. It is good news, but it's only good news to those that will hear the bad news and realize how good the good news is. The bad news is that we're all under a death penalty because of sin. And if you want to talk about sin as brokenness, you've already missed the point. It's not brokenness, it's sin. Sin causes brokenness, but it isn't brokenness. We'd like to replace the word sin with brokenness so that we don't feel so bad about what sin really is. No, in order to truly receive the freedom and joy of salvation, you have to first come to grips with how heinous sin is. And that's why the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. The fear of the Lord also then would be to hate evil communications. It would also be to hate people who misrepresent situations in other, in other words, for political gain, for power, for perks, for position, or for money. And that's why much of what's happening in the name of COVID vaccines is actually wickedness. It's not really interested in people's health. It's interested in people's wealth and power. Here's a statement that came from Dr. Fauci this week. Put aside concerns of personal liberties to fight COVID-19. That was a nice way of saying what Arnold Schwarzenegger said. Screw freedom. You remember that? Put aside concerns of personal liberties to fight COVID-19. Well, in one sense, there's nothing evil or wrong about that statement. Here's the problem with it. We're not thinking about whether or not the vaccines actually fight COVID. What do they do? What do they not do And what do they do ongoing that we're not being told? Or we haven't even discerned yet because it's still an experiment. You did hear the word experiment, right? It's an experimental drug. So experimental is that drug that Dr. Malone, who actually founded the mRNA vaccine, has come out in the last several weeks and warned the entire world, do not take these vaccines the way you are, because they're dangerous. You have no idea what the ongoing implication is when you take that vaccine. But friends, what we're being told is the short term seeming value we're not talk told about the long-term consequences because that won't sell the vaccine that won't accomplish the purpose of bringing every man woman and child in the world under a global government 
And that's the goal. That's the ultimate goal. But you're not being told that. So you're being sold or marketed the vaccine under false pretenses. That's called fraud. Therefore, we have to be discerning. Now, if after you know all of the fraudulent representations, the false marketing, the truth about it that others are warning about that don't have an axe to grind because they're not part of the government uh, engine that's driving it, and you've, you've discerned all those things and then you still desire to take the vaccine, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. You're a free person. But don't try to compel others to do what you've chosen to do in most respects because of your ignorance. You just bought the company line. It's not fair to impose that on others and then say you don't love others. Maybe the person that's resisting the vaccine actually loves you more than you love yourself because they are not, they're concerned about your future. Not just your immediate future, your future 5, 10, 15 years from now. They're concerned about your children. They're concerned about your grandchildren. Maybe they're the ones that love more. Are you thinking? A piece came out this week concerning the vaccines. What if the silent scientists warning against these vaccines are right? What if they're right? Is there anyone on the planet who does not know that the media and big tech have sought to control the COVID narrative from the outset? There are many, many, many others, doctors, virologists, epidemiologists, biologists, pathologists, and so on, who have opposed the CDC and the World Health Organization narratives from the outset. They are all routinely banned from social media. Their columns suppressed. Their videos disappeared into Internet Neverland. And guess what? Now the Biden administration wants to call them terrorists. Are you listening? Here it is right here. Welcome to your life as a potential domestic terrorist. That's according to the Biden administration's Department of Homeland Security this year. And they're keeping an eye on you and asking your friends and neighbors to do the same urging you to become a tattletale. By the way, that's exactly what the Prime Minister of Australia has now publicly urged the people to do. Rat on your neighbors and friends. If they don't conform to the company line, to the government's line precisely, report on them. Be a tattletale. Rat on them. Now that's going to really produce some nice peace and tranquility and a loving spirit, isn't it? No, it's not about love, friends. It's about something else. In an advisory issued last Friday, the Department of Homeland Security wrote, the homeland continues to face a diverse and challenging threat environment leading up to and following the 20th anniversary of September 11th, 2001 attacks. So now they want to imply that the COVID issue and how people are responding is like the 2011 attacks when 17 or 19 Saudis savaged our nation, took down the World Trade Tower Centers, attacked the United States Pentagon, and tried to go after the White House. They're trying to connect these two. Why? 
to drive fear into the populace. They go on to say these actors are increasingly exploiting forums to influence and spread violent extremist narratives. Really? I haven't heard any doctor, anybody else, talking, warning, concerned about the vaccines and so on. I haven't heard any of them exploiting uh, extremist narratives. On the contrary, when Dr. Fauci or the CDC promotes things that aren't true or only partially true or don't tell you the whole truth concerning the warnings, that is as much or more of a terrorist activity than those who are concerned and expressing their concerns about it. We'll be right back after this. And we've just started. Just barely started today. I hope you'll stay tuned, friends. It's Viewpoint. And Viewpoint, your viewpoint, will determine destiny. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example... Under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, A letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, saveus.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, saveus.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archive, Save America Ministries website at saveus.org. And I welcome you back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. Today, uh, probably is the last time we'll talk about the uh, virus and vaccine issues uh, for the next week or more. Uh, I just don't like to keep talking about it. But there's so much more coming out that I know, I'm confident that the majority of people are not listening. They don't hear it. They don't know how to gain this, access to this because it's being cut out of the universe of communications. Particularly if you try to get your information from Facebook or Twitter or uh, uh, YouTube. If you are relying upon those sources, you're not going to get the truth. You're just not going to get it because it's being excised by the power brokers that is Google and Twitter and uh, uh, Facebook. They're just cutting it out. So you're not getting true communication. And you have to wonder, you have to wonder if they're so confident that the information that they are promoting is so true. I thought truth was an absolute defense to any other representation if it's so true why do they have to fight against you it's because they know it's not so true it's driven by an agenda friends that has nothing whatsoever to do with your health but with their wealth and power now how far is this going well a baptist church in atlanta has taken a bold step to show themselves approved unto, not unto God, but approved unto the government. 
announcing that all worshipers and attendings that want to gather on the Lord's Day for Church may not attend unless they show proof of vaccination first. I thought that this was about love. You can't compel love. That's not love. God doesn't compel you to love him. He urges you, he wants you to love him, but he doesn't compel you to love him. Why is this pastor so so deceived by thinking that somehow he can, by dict, a dictatorial edict from the pulpit, say that nobody can come and worship and are not loving unless they get the vaccine? That's basically what the Pope is saying. Friends, that is a perversion of the gospel and a perversion of truth. It's also ignoring vast amounts of information that show it might be very unloving to even urge people to take the vaccine, let alone take it yourself. Universities now are threatening unvaccinated students. For instance, Quinnipiac uh, uh, University has now announced that students who fail to provide proof of COVID vaccinations will, first of all, be deprived of Wi-Fi access in the dorms. You won't have Wi-Fi access. In other words, you're not going to be able to function. Secondly, they're going to be fined thousands of dollars in a progressive way to try to force the students to get the vaccine, even if the students feel and believe strongly that the vaccine is not healthy and will risk their own future. Doesn't matter. You do what I say or else, say the universities, which is an expression of the current administration in our country. Oh, they say they're not going to mandate. Oh, but they are mandating. They're mandating it through major corporations, school districts, everywhere. And now Australia. Consider this. The Minister for Health in Australia is now telling parents of 24,000 children are going to be herded into a stadium like cattle to get the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. They're living under one of the most dictatorial regimes in the world now, supposedly democratic. And now they're coming for the children. Or the children will be greeted by the friendly, smiling faces of Australia's armed forces at the door to usher them inside, as is evident from the following tweet posted by Australia's Department of Defense. ADF personnel are supporting about 300 health workers at the center, which can process up to 30,000 vaccines a week. Friends, this is metastasizing everywhere. Do you know why? It's not about health, ultimately. It's about control. This is being used to set the stage for the much easier requirement 
when the ultimate mark of the beast becomes available soon, it will be relatively soon, I'm sure, maybe within the next year, two years, three, and when it comes, you will already be prepared. You'll already have succumbed. That's why they're doing this. They're doing it incrementally. They've been compelling this vaccine incrementally, and now it's by force or threat of force. Now it's not enough just to get you. We want your children. We're going to control the whole world. Now let's compare now. Let's compare that with this study concerning the Pfizer COVID-19 injection. It's been given emergency use authorization to be used in children over the age of 12 in the UK. So, just one in every 1.7 million children have died with COVID-19 in the last 18 months. Let me repeat that. Just one out of every 1.7 million children have died with COVID-19 in the last 18 months. While, by comparison, one in nine children suffered a serious adverse reaction to the COVID-19 vaccine in the clinical trial. Are you beginning to see what I'm talking about here? But you're not being told that. They're not revealing those things to you because it doesn't sell the vaccine. According to official National Health Society uh, data in the UK, published weekly, uh, between March 2020 and August 11, 2021, a total of 3,743 people had died with COVID-19 in UK hospitals who had no underlying conditions. while 85,000 who have allegedly died with COVID had other serious underlying conditions, which included chronic kidney disease, chronic neurological disease, chronic pulmonary disease, heart disease, and dementia. And the vast majority of them were closer to age 79. The number of given of the National Health Service in the UK of people who had died with COVID-19 since March 2020 between the ages of 0 and 19 who had underlying conditions is just 38. That's the ones who had underlying conditions. While the people who have died with COVID-19 since March 2020 uh, between the ages of 0 and 19 who had no underlying conditions stands at just 9. So why are 24,000 children being herded into a stadium by force or threat of force in Australia to be jabbed. Does this sound like freedom to you? Does this sound like an act of love? Are these children being herded in there because of love? No. Now, this may come as a surprise to you. Lawyers worldwide now have submitted new evidence to the International Criminal Court alleging world leaders and scientific advisors have used COVID-19 and the injections to commit 
genocide and crimes against humanity. This is a real deal. New evidence, sworn affidavits from leading experts has been submitted to the International Criminal Court by lawyers in several countries alleging the governments across the world and their advisors are complicit in genocide crimes against humanity that breach the Nuremberg Code. Attorney Melinda Main and Kyra McCallum submitted a 27-page request for investigation to the International Criminal Court at The Hague back in April of 2021, alleging the U.K. government and its advisors were complicit in crimes against humanity in the name of COVID-19. On April 28th, the pair received a formal acknowledgement from the ICC and were assigned a case number. Since then, they've been gathering new evidence to use their ICC claim and have established connections with lawyers and uh, research scientists from all over the world. A new press release released on August 17th, which can be viewed, confirms that the pair have received sworn affidavits from leading experts, including research scientists and nuclear cardiologist Dr. Richard Fleming, the Nobel laureate virologist Professor Luke Montagnier, and Montagnier and Dr. Kevin McCarran, a neuroscientist and expert on neurological disease. Don't have time to go into all the details here, but you need to know, friends, that what you're being told is barely the tip of the iceberg. In the law, we have a term that when some business exceeds the scope of the truth with regard to promoting a product, unless it's outright lying, it's referred to as trade puffing. Trade puffing. But for the average person, it's just downright deception. This has gone beyond trade puffing to outright deception. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by His Spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, Behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Again, friends, it's an act of love to try to protect people from the nefarious ways, agendas, purposes of others who do not have their best interests at heart while pretending to do so. 
You see, the religious leaders of Jesus' day pretended to have the people's best interests at heart, and they were revered, they were respected, they were the Dr. Fauci's of that world. Oh, yeah, the high priest, Dr. Fauci. However, Jesus took them to task because he saw right through their agenda that it was all about their power, their perks of their position. They envied others. They just wanted the power, the perks of the position. They wanted control. And when Jesus spoke the truth, not as the scribes, the people recognized it. They said, now, this man knows what he's talking about. This man is not just a religious regurgitator like the scribes and the Pharisees. He actually seems to have a relationship with God. And so they listened to him. Jesus took the religious leaders to task. You can find it in Matthew chapter 23. It's an excoriation just beyond, beyond. He called them whited sepulchers, full of dead men's bones, deceivers, pretenders. And he would do the same today with regard to many who are promoting this vaccine, these vaccines without telling the whole truth. It's just pure deception. They're trying to market something for money. Vast amounts of money. You don't have to pay for it. Oh, but you are paying for it. Because your government is paying for it. For what reason? Well, ultimately, power and control. And they owe their souls to the pharmaceutical companies. Let's talk about why the virus seems to be changing rapidly and spreading fast. This report came today from Israel National News. The health minister not hiding his concern about new cases of the South American variant of the coronavirus in Israel. So we've had the Delta virus uh, variant, and then we had the Lambda variant, and now we have the South American variant, and I believe there are other variants as well. So what's going on here? If the vaccine, vaccines are working as they say, then why are these variants multiplying and becoming more virulent, more deadly? Why? First of all, the vaccines aren't working the way they said they would work. Their efficacy is not at the level that they say. It doesn't mean that it's not working at all. Oh, they are working. But in some respects, they're actually working to your detriment. And here's why. Because the the vaccines, as everyone in the field knows, the vaccines actually create a situation where they stymie the virus, like stop it in its tracks, but not completely. So the virus then finds a way, very clever, 
They find a way around what stopped them. And that's what ends up creating the variant. And the variant is even stronger than the initial virus. That's how it works, in simple terms. And so these variants are going to keep multiplying. The more the vaccines, the greater the variants. And the more variants will multiply. And they're spreading fast. So the reality is, when you are told that by getting everyone vaccinated, that it's going to stop the virus in its tracks, that is just totally contrary to science. Totally contrary to science. Because a virus is a virus. And viruses are like water. They will find their way to the lines of least resistance. They're like gas. It will find its way to the lines of least resistance. And so with the virus. And it will continue on until it wears itself out for a time and then reappears. That, my friends, is why the flu seems to die out in the late spring and summer. And then as we move into fall, the later uh, months of fall, all of a sudden the flu starts reappearing. You can even have the flu shot and it doesn't stop it. The flu shots don't stop the flu. Did you think they did? No. They can't. So the question comes out, variants versus vaccines, is the COVID-19 race ever going to end? This came from the Jerusalem Post two days ago. Here's the statement. The bad news is that COVID-19 is here to stay. The good news is that this will eventually be stabilized, but it hasn't happened yet. Pandemics do not have a start or and end date. Now, let's talk about something that goes uh, even deeper into our minds and our hearts for consideration. Remember, ultimately, the heart of the matter is the heart. If you are not interested in getting the truth and finding the truth on this issue, these issues, you have no right to tell other people or encourage other people to get the vaccine just because of your fear. You don't get try to get the people to get the vaccine because you love them. You get try to get the vaccine because you're afraid. Be honest about it. If you really love them, you would be more interested in finding out the truth and then making an intelligent decision. But most people are not willing to do that. First of all, the question, COVID-19 vaccines is a cure worse than the disease. 
Dr. Lee Merritt came out with a piece in the New American. The COVID-19 vaccines were released on an emergency basis before being properly tested. And with the passage of time, the effects of these experimental drugs are looking increasingly dismal, not promising. Many Americans have heard the news account of Dr. Gregory Michael, a 56-year-old Florida physician, who after receiving his first dose of the Pfizer Biotechnic uh, BioNTech uh, COVID vaccine on December 18th of last year was hospitalized with a blood disorder and spontaneous bleeding. And in spite of being treated by a team of physicians, he died of a, blain, a brain bleed due to total loss of his platelets. That's the little blood cells that stop bleeding. By February 10th of this year, 36 similar cases were reported to the mainstream media. Pfizer said that in a statement that it was aware of the death, saying, we are actively investigating this case, but we don't believe at this time that there is any direct connection to the vaccine. Friends, this is like President Biden standing before the nation today and telling us that everything he did with regard to Afghanistan was absolutely right, absolutely true, that he had no information whatsoever, but we'll look into it. And if there's anybody out there that uh, may have concerns, try to contact us and we'll look into it. Or to use the terms of his uh, uh, official representative, uh, we'll circle back. We'll circle back to that if and when we get a chance or want to do it. Now, this is a serious problem. This matter of the blood. The life is in the blood, the Bible says. So what happens in the blood? Well, among other things, I have in front of me a very lengthy report. It's 19 pages printed out here. It begins, the realities and dangers of vaccine-induced blood clots. How can Americans make good, informed decisions about the vaccines, especially those who have refused to capitulate to the coercion and propaganda? They need good information, especially about blood clots and bleeding that have injured and killed many people worldwide. And they're not going to get that mainstream big media. They will get it from this article. If you want only statistics about the number of people benefiting from vaccines versus lower numbers experiencing bad side effects, you might dismiss the negatives in favor of the positives. But one significant uncertainty is about longer-term negative vaccine impacts that may affect millions of vaccinated people. And this article provides a compelling account of COVID experimental vaccine dangers. And if you get a shot, you are gambling that you will not fall victim to them. In other words, you're gambling that the vaccine is going to prevent you either from getting the virus or from getting severe consequences on the short term. But what you don't know is what the long-term problems are, and that's what these doctors are pointing to. And nobody wants to talk about it because it doesn't market the vaccines which are worth untold billions of dollars and global control. 
So let me give you one little distilled concept here. One of the things they talk about is the capillaries, not just your veins, because they're the big rivers of blood. But the capillaries, the little rivulets of blood that serve the extremities, your fingers, and so on. And here's what they have discovered. Are you ready? It's not the blood clots in the big veins and arteries that are the worst problem. Oh, they're a bad problem, all right. Many have died as a result. Many. Four pilots in the U.K. were died, uh, were killed, died in just about a week after taking the vaccine. Because of the blood clots in the arteries and veins. But let's talk about what happens in the inner portions of your blood supply, the capillaries. These vaccines have what are called spike proteins. And these little guys, they're so microscopically small, nanos, nano devices, they're, they're just so tiny, you can't imagine. But what they do as they flow in and through your veins and capillaries, they adhere, adhere gradually to the walls. As the blood flows through, the platelets get caught in these little spike proteins. And over a period of time, they cut off your blood supply. What happens when your blood supply is cut off if the life is in the blood? And doctors are saying the process for that death to take place is somewhere between two and five years. So you might escape the virus today, but in five years, the vaccine might take your life. Think about it. This is Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Myers. Conversation with ever-increasing conviction. Talk that transforms. You might want to go to our website, saveus.org, and get a copy of the book, Seduction of the Saints, or... Antichrist, how to identify the coming imposter. God bless and be a blessing. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grismeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.